1: Got a download from heaven and publicly proclaimed a year before Pope Benedict resigned that he would resign what year and what month. The Vatican wanted to find out how he knew such facts. God told him. Well, now God has given him another download on what is shortly going to happen in the Middle East. Anyone interested? Yeah. Well, I, I had Tom Horn and Chris Putnam here, and they, they shocked, shocked the world and their revelations on, on the Pope. Uh, Chris is the scholar on the team. Mm-hmm. You're a guy that has downloads from heaven. <laughs> uh, 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 you were former, are you currently an assembly guide uh, pastor? But tell me about this most recent. Project and you, you, you said to me over the telephone, it's my fault. It's your fault. I, I'm a nice Jewish guy. <laughs> what are you, what are you doing this to me? For?
2: It is Talk. absolutely your fault because we were on your program and on the program, oh, exactly. the question came up, you know, about why would the Apache tribe have joined, you know, uh, the environmentalists in Arizona to sue uh, the Vatican to try to stop them in federal court from being on that mountain? Well, I had assumed it's because they were there ahead of everybody else, right? So they're for Fathers and foremothers lived on the mountain died on the mountain so it's kind of like a graveyard and they didn't want a bunch of heavy equipment in there Well, I said that on your show right then the show broadcasts and there's an Apache member of the nation out there watching the show And he emails me and he wants me to know that what I had said was okay It's true enough, but he said that's not the point you've missed the big picture and I said what's the big picture and he said well Mount Graham is one of the four holiest mountains in all of the world for all indigenous people. And that's why we didn't want them up there, because it is uh, what you or I would call a stargate, a doorway a portal, a strategic uh, geographic location through which entities have entered into and exited our three-dimensional reality since the dawn of time." Well, you know, when you told me that, Sid, the conspiracy meter in my head went into the Richter scale now about why the Vatican would have been willing to fight in federal court to be on that mountain. Why not just go to another mountain, right?
1: So they really believe, as a matter of fact, Chris, uh, you've been on the path of what you call the immortals, investigating with Tom for over two years uh, what first of all, what, what's an immortal? Well said you know.
3: Immortal is just a word that means exempt from death. You don't die. You know, it's just a very simple term. But, you know, when I look in the, in the Bible, and the scriptures, it says that God created all these other beings other than humans. Well, in Psalm 148, it says that he created the malach and the sabah. Hebrew words that mean usually angels and hosts is the way it gets translated. It's also a military term. But it says he created them to live forever and ever. So they're immortal. So they're not eternal like God, the creator. Mm-hmm. He has no beginning. He's right. always been. They and have we're a beginning. Crea- they were created but they're created but they're not designed to die so there's a whole host of divine beings who aren't necessarily angels angels a word that means messenger and let me see those in the gospels we see them in Daniel Mm. they come and they give a message from God to humans but there's a whole class of these that aren't messengers Uh, there's seraphim the cherubim the watchers okay what is a portal a portal, you know, that's just a word that means a doorway, an entrance or gate and, and in a really simple sense. But what we're talking about is a gateway between realms. And like in the Bible, we, we see Paul talk about the first heaven, the second heaven, the third heaven, mm-hmm. things like that. So we get the idea that there are like parallel realms, the heavenly realm and the earthly realm. Right. And so there's these other dimensions, perhaps, as a way to say it. So we're looking at entrances in ways that beings translate between these realms.
1: Yeah, Tom, well, I, is, does the Bible talk about yeah. portals?
2: Oh, and that was the thing that was really important to us. You know, so the Apache believed that this mountain is a doorway, a gateway. Uh, the New Agers have a lot of those kind of beliefs. But what we needed to know was, is there any biblical precedent for this idea that there could be strategic locations on Earth where there are gateways, where there are doorways. And the funny thing, said is once we actually started going down that road, we were amazed at how how much of this is in the Bible? You go into the Old Testament, it's through the Old Testament, Genesis 28, you know, Jacob has a revelation, he sees ladder. A, a ladder, but what a lot of people miss in that uh, in that scripture is he says there is a gate here. Most people say that he said this is the house of God. That's not what he says. Read it. He says there is a gateway here that opens to the house of God. So a doorway, a portal. Then you come into the New Testament, does that theme continue? Here's Jesus saying, from Henceforth you will see the windows of heaven opened and angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man.
1: But, so, but it's not just angels, other entities other descend entities. and descend. Now you, you spoke with an, uh, a, a Navajo historian mm-hmm. of the oral history mm-hmm. of Native Americans. Uh, tell me what revelation you got.
2: Yeah, you. this was a very important thing. You know, white dudes like me, never get a chance to sit down with a member of the Navajo Nation, especially not an academic and a guy who's written books that are used in their system, in their institutions. But we worked it out. Long story short, I wound up going to the four corners of the United States of America. We sat down in a traditional hogan. He's got the fire going. He's drawing in the dirt like the oral historian that he is. But but I went there to ask him this question. What happened to the Anasazi, the pre-Pueblo Indians that built all the fantastic cliff dwellings? Uh, in the Four Corner area, who literally seemed to disappear overnight. So he starts telling, you know, the sanitized story. Well, they probably migrated, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I raised some objections to that, and he looks right into the camera. We filmed him for three hours. He looks right in the camera, and he says, Well, I shouldn't tell you this, but if you would have asked my great-grandfather, here's the story that he would have told. And he starts telling about a portal opening in very early uh, America, and a fallen reptilian being. They actually draw pictures of this thing. It looks like a half-man, half-reptile. He comes through the portal. He starts teaching the Anasazi how to go into their kivas and to practice sorcery, pharmakia, how to open gateways and doorways to the underworld, while all of a sudden, the doorway start opening and giants emerge onto the surface of the earth. They draw that too in their petroglyphs that date back to a thousand years before Jesus walked on the earth of a doorway, the reptile, giant six-toed and six-fingered beings. Wait, coming wait, through. The
1: Bible talks about people with six fingers. That's and right. Toes. The Bible talks about giants. Uh, so they got that revelation about the same time that Moses got that revelation? Actually what they
2: were doing was writing down a record that was showing that this was a true worldwide event. So you had people on this side of the world that had no method for communicating with Moses, and at the same time they're painting on their petroglyphs about these giants. And by the way, their story goes on because the giants started cannibalizing the Anasazi. They all start crying out to the great God of Heaven who sends a flood that goes around the world in <laughs> white. So, yeah, it is an absolute corroboration from early American history written in stone around the same time that Moses is in the Middle East saying, and there were giants in the earth in those days and also after that.
1: Now, yeah, Chris, you took a team and you went out to Sedona, Arizona to capture on video what was going on there. Why did you pick Sedona?
3: Well, if you look around on the Internet do any research into this idea of interdimensional, gateways and and parallel worlds and things like that. You encounter lots of stuff about UFOs and aliens and all kinds of weird things. But one of the areas that pops up over and over again is Sedona, Arizona. And, uh, you know, why that might be is open to speculation, but it is just ubiquitous on the Internet as one of these areas. So I wanted to go there and see if I could actually document any of that.
1: Well, he not only went there, he not only documented... But he literally got on video and they could, everyone could see it with their naked eye. Out of this portal from the invisible world came a being that you're, you're actually, you know, can we show it in the next mm-hmm. segment? Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll show it to you. Be right back.
0: We'll be right back to It's Supernatural!
4: Log on to sidroth.org slash fallfeasts and find out what Sid Roth has to share about the biblical fall feasts, the Shemitah, and the coming forth blood moon. Is this a time to be fearful? Some say that there is a great time of shaking coming. Sid Roth shares that fear tolerated is faith contaminated. Find out how this season can be an appointed time, an open portal to access God and experience major breakthrough. Get ready. The best is yet to come.
0: We now return to It's Supernatural.
1: This is so fascinating to me. Uh, Chris, what does science have to say about these portals, immortal beings coming from uh, another
3: dimension? Well, you know, it's a perfectly respectable idea within science now to believe in parallel worlds, parallel dimensions. Um, it's not even really controversial. Most scientists just accept it. Tell me what you caught on camera in Sedona, Arizona. Well, we got uh, video and photographs of what people call orbs. Okay? Now, I initially was very skeptical about the whole orb phenomenon. I've seen, you know, people thinking that these are ghosts and and things like that on the Internet. Uh,
1: I've I've seen photographs of these little circles.
3: Uh Uh-huh. So the way we did it is we set up a still photograph with, with the flash the way people normally catch orbs, but at the same time have a video camera running from a different angle. Now, if it shows up on two different angles right. you know, in the same spot, it can't be a dust particle on the right. lens or, or any of those kind of things. Uh, we were kind of surprised that not only did we catch them on both cameras, but the professional photographer that I hired to come out there and video, it saw it with his naked eye. He saw a ball of light flying toward him as he was filming. So not only did they show up on both cameras, and we literally saw them with, with our eyes. Okay, Tom, what does the Bible have to say in the last days uh, about portals
1: and- things like this.
2: You know, and and this is the other thing, and and I've studied prophecy a great deal of my life and never thought of it before, and I'm actually now saying that this is actually the most overlooked aspect of end times prophecy, the role that the windows of heaven and the gates of the earth will play in the end times. For instance, if you read the book of Revelation chapter 9, you see angels that are bound under the great river Euphrates, and a time comes when the gates or whatever's holding them there opens and they come up out of the earth. Very powerful. In fact, they wipe out 1 Of rebellious humanity in the tribulation period. So we find out that the gateways of the earth, the earth is dynamic. It's a holding tank. Jesus tells the story of the rich man and Lazarus going down into the belly of the earth, right? Jesus tells about Jonah and he says, as he was in the belly of the earth, the Son of Man's going to go there too. Here's the good part though when Jesus in his death, burial, and resurrection went down into the belly of the earth, when he came out, it says he brought with him the keys to death, hell, and the grave. So not only are there their gates. There's keys and he's got the important ones.
1: But, but here's the thing that I want to make clear to you. You need really godly discernment in the times and days that we're living in because some of these passageways, uh, demonic entities will come into the mm-hmm. earth. Some of these passageways, angels are going to be coming into the earth. I have seen portals that I know were God. And I have seen portals that I know were demonic. So there's an organization you've done a lot. You gentlemen have done a lot of uh, study on. It's called CERN. Yeah. What, what is CERN? Who is it made up?
2: Well, CERN is a large particle collider. Basically it's in southeastern France. It's a 17-mile-long tunnel that's buried beneath the ground. And what they're doing there is they're accelerating protons at nearly well, well, the speed of light. How many countries are involved? In oh, 15, 20 countries of the Earth, something there's like that. And these are top scientists. These are top scientists okay. in the world. And, and actually these are the most powerful scientific experiments that have ever been conducted on the face of the Earth. They're accelerating these particles at just beneath the speed. Of light, and they film what's going on. Now why are they doing all this? Well particle physicists, of course, want to know about the nature of creation, so they burst these particles into their subatomic pieces to try to understand what they're doing. But they're also looking for gravitons because they believe that those gravitons might be escaping into a parallel reality. Do they believe that they can actually create a passageway uh, to
1: Uh, What they think is Heaven, which I know is the demonic realm.
2: They not only believe it, Sergio Bertolucci, who is the science director at CERN, said it in a public uh, interview. He said, we are going to open a doorway at CERN, and he said, we may send something through it or something may come through it back to us. But they totally believe in it. And one other final thing, by the way, is they're also looking for gluon, and this thrills me as a theologian. What what is gluon? Gluon is, in a layman's term, essentially the overlaying of sound waves, because particle physicists can't understand why we don't just fly apart, right? The actual matter that you're made out of, Sid, would disappear on the head of a pen. You're You're almost entirely motion. Protons, neutrons, spinning electrons—your movement. That's all you are. They don't understand. There's no room for pride. Is there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't understand why you don't fly apart. Well, what is gluon? <laughs> gluon is the overlaying of sound waves. It's what holds everything together. It's basically Genesis chapter one, and God spoke, bara. God said, "Let there be." God emits sound waves, and he calls forth into somethingness out of nothingness atomic constructs, and he. He makes the plants. He makes the animals. We don't need CERN. Yeah. All
1: we need is the Bible. They're looking but, for
2: the voice of God.
1: Ha! Well let me tell you something. When we come back, these gentlemen knew the Pope was going to resign before the Vatican knew, before the world knew. They knew the year. They knew the month. Tom had a download from Heaven. That's how he knew that. But Tom had a new download from Heaven, never been revealed before about the Middle East, you must understand this. We'll be right back.
0: We'll be right back to It's Supernatural!
4: Call right now to get Tom Horn and Chris Putnam's in Time book and their powerful over two-hour investigative DVD, On the Path of the Immortals, plus their bonus DVD, Path of the Immortals. Your questions answered, yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9348. This prophetic book and riveting over two-hour DVD answers questions concerning cutting-edge in Time Revelation. Who are the immortals, the ancient entities, alien beings that Bible prophecy refers to who are waiting for the appointment? in time to reveal themselves on planet Earth? What role will they play in unleashing an atmosphere of darkness and fanatical control? And what role will God's angelic realm play in counteracting it? What is the prophetic significance of the supernatural activity that has involved the Vatican and their observatory on Mount Graham in Arizona? What is the Lucifer Project? And what tie-in does it have with the new heretical Catholic Jesuit theology proclaiming the coming of aliens that will transform the way many interpret the Gospels? What new proof has been uncovered concerning the existence of ancient What does the Bible say about gateways and the supernatural beings ready to enter Earth? What evidence has been found concerning the strange disappearance of the Native American Anasazi people who discovered ancient supernatural gateways and captured the image of alien beings in their primitive art? How does the evidence of these giant alien beings in North America confirm what Moses revealed in the Torah concerning the Nephilim? Could Washington, D.C. be one of the most powerful gateways in the world? What does CERN, the European organization of the world's leading scientists, have to do with in Time Prophecy. Also included is this exclusive one-hour DVD. Chris Putnam and Tom Horn answer the most asked questions concerning the latest of what they have uncovered. It's urgent that you call and get Tom Horn and Chris Putnam's in Time Book and their powerful over two-hour investigative DVD, On the Path of the Immortals, plus their bonus DVD, Path of the Immortals. Your questions answered. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9348. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina 28278. Please specify offer number 9348 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today.
0: We now return to It's Supernatural.
1: Tom, Pope Francis, you told me he's very interested in. In the supernatural. Mm-hmm. Tell me
2: about it. Yeah, he absolutely is. In fact, we haven't had a pope in recent memory that has talked so much about the reality of the devil and talking about prophecy. He's more than twice highly recommended a book called The Lord of the World. This was written in the 1900s, and it's an apocalyptic vision of the end times that actually includes the role of the pope and the Vatican and what role they will play in the rise of the Antichrist. He knows what all Jesuits know that he is pope number one. 112 in the prophecy of the popes, which is something that's been held in high esteem since forever. So he knows
1: that he's supposed to be assassinated?
2: My suspicion is that he may know that because, you know, the prophecy of the popes says that Rome will be destroyed and all of that that we talked about once before. And he has said publicly, he has said, I'm, I don't think I'm going to be around very long. It might only be two or three years. 2016 will be his third year uh, in office. He even recently said, I would be willing to be assassinated. I just hope it doesn't hurt. This guy is talking like a guy who understands that he is playing a role in prophecy. You know, the, the Pope is coming to the United States. Yeah, next week. Next week. He's speaking before the United Nations. He's speaking before a joint session of the U.S. Congress. This sounds like a page out of a Left Behind yeah, novel he, he, or something. He's coming
1: to the White House. Yep. Okay. You had another download. Your track record is amazing on what God tells you. What did God reveal to you this time?
2: Yeah. I've never before been willing to talk about this kind of stuff publicly because you need people that can believe, that operate in the supernatural, that understand the difference between fraud and real, and we don't have a whole lot around. So I've always just kind of stayed in my shell and shared it privately with people close to me. This time, we are preparing to make a prediction
1: do it right now.
2: It will be the biggest one we've ever made before. Him and I are working on the 400 pages of it, but here it is in a nutshell that the Islamic nation is going to use a weapon of mass destruction. This is all going to start happening within the next 48 months. But here's the thing. It's going to play out in ways people don't see. Tell me. In that when it happens, Pope Francis is going to call for the revitalization of the Christian rules for just war. That's a very important statement. It's part of deep theology. Well, it means that we can justify fighting a war if we can meet certain criterion that are outlined by both Catholic and Evangelical theologians. You have to meet certain criterion. He's going to call for that, but the Islamic Nation is going to see that as a fulfillment of their 450-year-old Hadith, which says that at the end times they would go to war against the Army of Rome. And people, But, have but Rome doesn't have a big army. They're going to because there's going to be a coalition army. It's going to be made up of the United States, United Nations, Britain, Muslim countries countries are going to come in, but they're going to see their Christian justification for this war through this call by the Pope, and that's why the Muslims are going to see this as a new crusade, the final crusade, a battle against the armies of Rome. However, in the same way that the end of World War II led to Zionism finally getting its legs under it, the United States, Britain, the United Nations started calling for a Jewish state, a Jewish nation, and in 1948 what happens? A miracle happens. The, the nation of Israel, the fig tree blossoms, right? And guess what happens? The church that was asleep at that moment, they saw a prophecy unfolding before their very eyes and it gave birth to what we today call the age of fire, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s. Your old friend Katherine Kuhlman, A.A. Allen, Billy Branham, trent, tent revivals, tabernacle revivals, it gave birth to one of the greatest revivals in the history of humanity. And that is what I'm going to predict. A lot of my prophecies. Prophetic friends don't even believe me. They say that America's going down. I think we could, by the way, have an economic collapse. Some of that stuff could happen, but I don't see that the church is dead. What I see is that we are right now near the first fruits of the greatest revival in the history of humanity angelic manifestations and the other part that you're going to love that I'm going to write about later is a revival among Jews that will turn messianic large numbers of Jews. What you've always dreamed of and prayed of is going to happen in this revival.
1: Well, I'm going to have I'm going to have to tell you something. There is a move of God Just open your eyes. I mean, I don't have eyes for the doom and gloomers. I have eyes for the greatest awakening the world has ever seen. I mean, Jesus is not going to return with people not knowing who he is and having a chance, an option to have their sins forgiven, to have Jesus, the Creator of the universe, live inside of them, to have his wisdom. I'm telling you, this is the greatest generation in history to be alive. And you and I are here. We have been called to the kingdom for such a time as this. So stop having your head down. Stop worrying about your food and your money and your shotgun right there. Look up. Your
4: redemption draws nigh. Internationally acclaimed investigative authors Thomas Horn and Chris Putnam unveil the greatest in time expose concerning the facts that have been hidden from the public by elitists, scientists, intellectuals and governments concerning in time events ready to unfold on planet Earth. All of this clearly points to the soon return of Messiah Jesus. It's time to understand what you could do to be prepared for the future. Call right now to get Tom Horn and Chris Putnam's in time book and their powerful over two hour investigative DVD on the path of the immortals plus their book. Bonus DVD, Path of the Immortals, your questions answered, yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9348.
2: We spent the last 24 months investigating the research that has made its way into this unprecedented work called On the Path of the Immortals. And in my opinion, this is the most overlooked, most dynamic aspect of End Times Bible prophecy.
4: This prophetic book and riveting over two-hour DVD answers questions concerning cutting-edge end-time revelation. Who are the immortals, the ancient entities, alien beings that Bible prophecy refers to who are waiting for the appointed time to reveal themselves on planet Earth? What role will they play in unleashing an atmosphere of darkness and fanatical control? And what role will God's angelic realm play in counteracting it? What is the prophetic significance of the supernatural activity that has involved the Vatican and their observatory on Mount Graham in Arizona? What is the Lucifer? project? And what tie-in does it have with the new heretical Catholic Jesuit theology proclaiming the coming of aliens that will transform the way many interpret the Gospels? What new proof has been uncovered concerning the existence of ancient portals, doorways, and gateways? What does the Bible say about gateways and the supernatural beings ready to enter Earth? What evidence has been found concerning the strange disappearance of the Native American Anasazi people who discovered ancient supernatural gateways and captured the image of alien beings in their primitive art? How does the evidence of these giant alien beings in North America confirm what Moses revealed in the Torah concerning the Nephilim. Giants. Could Washington, D.C. be one of the most powerful gateways in the world? What does CERN, the European organization of the world's leading scientists? Nuclear research, physicists and
3: engineers have to do with end time prophecy. There are these selected locations where there are immortal beings from the supernatural realm who are awaiting their time to enter into our realm.
4: Also included is this exclusive one-hour DVD. Chris Putnam and Tom Horn answer the most asked questions concerning the latest of what they have uncovered.
1: You just can't even understand end-time Bible prophecy without understanding this entire area, so the book the DVD. You'll see things no human has ever seen before. There are a lot of questions you have right now. They're going to be answered.
4: It's urgent that you call and get Tom Horn and Chris Putnam's in Time book and their powerful over two-hour investigative DVD, On the Path of the Immortals, plus their bonus DVD, Path of the Immortals. Your questions answered, yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9348. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's super. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9348 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's
1: Supernatural! Rabbi Jonathan Kahn called me the other day and he said, Sid, God has given me a revelation and it's so big that it affects everything we as a people are personally doing and will affect the rise and fall of the United States of America.